Hello, all beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of the One You Podcast. This is your host, Josephine Holmberg, and remember, I'm not a native English speaker, so excuse some of my errors, and I hope you will enjoy my lovely Swedish accent. In this podcast, I want to inspire you to live a life to remember in a body that you love. Let's get into this episode. This episode is brought to you by Pod Mahal. I wanted to start a podcast for so long, but I felt so overwhelmed and I didn't know where to start. I was so busy coaching clients and running my business that I knew I would never have time to learn it all on my own. Pod Mahal takes all the tech stuff off my plate so I can just show up and record. It's been more than a creative outlet for me. It has completely transformed my marketing workflow so I can spend less time worrying about marketing my business and more time connecting with all of you. If you're ready to share your story, they can help you every step of the way. One new podcast listeners can get $100 off their self-paced PodFit course and done-for-you services at podmahal.com slash one you. In today's episode, I want to talk about KISS. Keep it success simple and the seven steps that I use when I start a new client. In my opinion, it's so important to not like go too fast and like to actually keep it pretty simple at start in order to progress over the weeks instead of like throwing everything in there and feeling so overwhelmed and so overworked and like, oh my God, this is not working. It's, I'm like, it's, it's not, I'm not going to succeed. Like, because what I want to create is a feeling of success and like small victories because the small victories is what adds up and will eventually become the big victory, which is the end goal or the end goal for now. And So it's really important to keep it simple at first in order to succeed. Because if we break it down into small steps, it will be so much easier to get to the like the goal or the finish and and not like stress too much about it. Because if it's a too like too big of a goal and too much at at first, it's gonna be overwhelming and it's gonna be so hard to actually reach the goal because you're going to stress out about all the things you need to like fit into a day and you're just gonna uh, give up because it's too much and that's I really don't want that to happen so that's why I usually break it down into small like steps and things that you can do in order to slowly get to a more of like the like entire picture. So the first thing I usually tell my clients to do is to clean up the nutrition. There are so many things you can do with just like, you don't have to track, you don't have to follow a meal plan. The first thing you do is actually just clean up your nutrition, take out like all like processed sugar, take out like if you drink like calorie drinks like sodas and stuff with calories in there it's just like unnecessary calories to spend like to actually use calories 
uh, and just drink them. Instead, you should uh, eat them. Or that's what I prefer, at least, and what I tell my clients as well. And so if you clean it up with those things and add more, like, vegetables in there and, like, good quality food that actually fills you up, that will, like, go, you'll come a long way with just that. Take out, like, refined sugars and take out foods that, like, are high in, like, highly processed and high in, like, fats and, and, like, donuts and stuff like that and you'll see like a huge drop on the scale by just doing something simple like that and instead like add in whole nutritious food like vegetables different kind of meats from like fish uh, uh, chicken and like things that doesn't have like a long list of like ingredients so instead like buy like food that has that is like high quality so the step the first step is to clean up your nutrition the second step is to actually like just move more and it doesn't necessarily need to be like lifting weights uh it it can just be like move more at home like get up every hour and move around while you're working go out on a daily walk because a daily walk outside will not only like it will do so much good for both your health, your mental state, and just like get out. I remember it really helped me a lot while I was dealing with Lyme disease and I was not feeling good, but like just getting out in nature made me so much happier, so much calmer. You just have to try it because it's amazing. It's so, yeah, it's it's so great to get outside and walk and breathe and just enjoy uh, spending time with yourself outside. And, and, and like, the daily movement can also be uh, something, just move around at home, as I said, and, like, go maybe, like, parking uh, further away from the store when you go to buy groceries, take the stairs and, instead of the elevator, and those kind of things, and because that will increase something called NEAT, which is N-E-A-T, and that's non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So it's what you burn when you move around, which is not like exercise related. So move more is step number two. Step number three is actually to control your portions when you eat. So make sure that your portions are not too big. Uh, a good measurement, like using your hand as a measure tool that I uh, usually do is uh, about like one or two palms of protein, two cupped hands. It might be more if you're a guy, but two cupped hands with carbs, two fists of vegetables, and a little bit of fats. So that's what I usually use. And for the carbs, it might be all like even up to like two and or one and a half or wait, two cups, two and a half cupped hands uh, with carbs if you're a guy. But that's a really good um, tool to use. And also just like look at your plate and see if it looks like um, a good amount, like a good size meal. And, but yeah, that's a way of using your hands. So be aware of how much food you eat. You don't want to eat too little. 
but you don't want to eat too much either. So that's just like portion control step number three. Step number four is to find a way of training that you actually like and can stick to in the long run. I don't want to force you to lift weights if you hate lifting weights because just because I love it doesn't mean that you like it. You have to find your thing that you like to do because that means that you will be successful in the long run. So if you like doing Zumba, if you like doing spinning classes, if you like rock climbing, I don't know, like whatever you like to do, do that because it's so much more important that you do something that you enjoy because then you'll stick to it in the long run. You will get sustainable results and you will start an activity and like a way of exercising that you can do um, for two months, one year, three years, 10 years from now. And it might change throughout the way, like the time. It doesn't necessarily need to be the same time for the rest of your life because it's going to change. It's just like I went from CrossFit to Olympic weightlifting to bodybuilding and now I love bodybuilding. So that's what I do at the moment. But I don't know, in a year from now, maybe I'm back doing CrossFit. Maybe I do something totally different. Uh, just the fact that you do something that you enjoy and that you like doing that's what I want you to do. Find the choice of training that you really enjoy. So that's step four. Finding your exercise form that you really, really, really enjoy doing. And step number five is actually to create a good balance for you. A good balance when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to training, and when it comes to like just life in general. So find like if you are really busy and you try to work out five times a week, that might increase your stress levels and you might feel like you don't have enough time to spend with your family and friends and that like in turn like that increases your cortisol levels and you have a hard time like losing the weight you want to lose. So it's so important to find a good balance where you decide on how many days actually is realistic for me to work out. If it's three days, great. If it's two days, amazing. If it's five days, that's great. So it just, it's all about like how, what's your balance like? What's the, like how many days works for you to work out? And the same comes to nutrition because even there like, it's not no wrong or right with like how many meals you eat in a day. Some people like to eat five meals. Some people like to eat two. And it's all about your preference again. I don't want you to stress about getting five meals a day in because they say that you need that in order to be a bodybuilder. And that's not true. It's all about calories in versus calories out and how you split it up during the day. Doesn't matter if it's two meals or six meals. It's just... Whatever works for you and your body is what, like, that's what you should stick to. Because I did five meals a day. At the moment, I actually do three. And both work well for me. I find it easier to do three or four. Five is also almost too many. So it's all about finding a good balance when it comes to training, nutrition, and daily, like, tasks and 
like walks and like staying active and like having a good like life. So step number five is find a balance that work in your life, not in someone else's. Step number six that I usually incorporate is breathing and meditation. And I know not all people like it or want to do it, but it's something that I like I find really helpful. And I usually do it in the morning before I get up from bed or at night before I'm falling asleep. In the morning, I feel like I get more like I it doesn't need to be long. I only do it for like five minutes and just like listen to some like music, calm music, and I breathe and I get in tune with my body and myself and just helps me to set me up for the day. And same at night, it helps me to calm myself myself down so I can sleep better. And I don't do it for more than five minutes at night either because I don't have a ton of time to spend on breathing and meditation. The days when I do have more time, I do spend more time. So it's a little bit from day to day, but I try to do a minimum of five minutes. And again, this is a step that not all people like. But if you want to try it out, I would definitely encourage you to try for a couple of days and see how you feel. The seventh step is actually to track your food and really measure your food during a week to make sure that you get enough food and not eat too much food. So this will help you create an awareness for like the amount of food you take in uh, during a day. So from that, you will know, do I need to uh, decrease or increase my food intake? Um, and in order to actually know what you should be at, you can do some like calculation through example, um, Harrison Benedict formula is one that I use, uh, in order to calculate my caloric need for a day. So this will just help you to actually know exactly the portion that you need for each meal and how much food you need in a day. So these are the seven steps that I usually start out like week by week or it depends like it's not always week on a weekly like basis it changes. It depends on how quickly my clients adapt. I always work from a standpoint of the person in front of me. I never apply the same things to two different people because we're not the same. And we need a unique approach. So that's what I always, always work with. I always make sure to plan like training and nutrition and the entire like coaching package uh, for you. Because you, it's like you are one you, you're one body. You're not the same as someone else. So it's so important that everything is made for you specifically, in my opinion. So the seven steps that I do use uh, to start out is clean up nutrition, move more daily, daily walks or just like non-exercise activity, thermogenesis activities like cleaning and stuff. Uh, Three is portion control. Make sure that you are aware of how big portions you eat. 
find your training style that you like and enjoy and can stick to. Five is find your balance in a day. Find how much training you can do uh, during a week and how the nutrition uh, should look like in order to work for you in the long term. Six is breathing and meditation. Give it a try and see how you like it. And seven is actually measuring your food in order to make sure that you eat enough. So these are, or enough and not too much as well. So these are the seven steps. And I like to keep it really simple. Keep it success simple, as I say, the KISS method. And I want you to be successful. So that's why I want, like... It's just unnecessary to, to complicate things. So keep it simple and we will make sure that we're successful together. So these are the seven steps. Keep it success simple, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the One You podcast. Please, please, please make sure to leave a review and share with someone that you think will benefit from this content. Um, and also make sure to follow me on Instagram at I am Josephine Holmberg if you want more nutrition, training, motivation and inspiration, etc. And if you have any questions at all, please email me at josephine at josephineholmberg.com. Looking forward to see you next time.